0: Hello, my pop culture junkies. Welcome to your weekly, all you need to know about pop culture and that intersection of social media, technology, and celebrity, and trends, and viral moments, and dances, and sounds, and everything in between. This is Pop Culture Mondays on Thursdays, and I'm your host, Brooke Hammerling. Pop You guys, today I am, I'm I'm so excited. I have a very dear friend on today. Her name is Kim Johnson and she's the head of community at Geneva, which I'll let her tell you all about, but Kim is also a New Yorker who, when I zoom with her, I want all of the New York City energy that she gives me on those Zooms. And it makes me miss New York so incredibly. She's also a fellow lover of Jamaican getaways. And we have lots of things we love about Jamaica that we've shared um, over the the time we've known one another. But without more ado, Kim, Kim Johnson. Hello.
1: Hi. And you forgot, Brooke, that I'm also a
0: Taurus. Oh shit. Oh my God. Wait, you're May, f- you're May 1st, right? Wait, May, yeah. May 1st. I'm April yeah. 30th. Rebecca, who works with me and Kim, we all w- sort of uh, work together on a bunch of projects, but Rebecca is April 29th. So we have April 29th, Rebecca, me, April 30th, and Kim, May 1st. We are Torian Queens.
1: Torian Queens. I feel like we all really embody that. And so I'm obsessed with that for us. So what does that
0: mean to you? What what? Give me your sort of overview of what that means to be a Taurian
1: queen. So I think it means you have really good taste. Yes. Okay. <laughs> I will take it. Think for all of us, we do. To be honest, sure, a hundred percent. I mean, Taurus is an Earth sign, right? So it's someone who is like very grounded. Often, I think a lot of Taurians are like the very grounded person in their friend group the people the person people go to for advice for like a calm head I feel like that's I feel like that's you and I feel like that's okay I
0: mean maybe more (laughs) Rebecca than me in terms of calmness but also being a Torian means to me like overindulgence in everything overindulgence in food food, wine wine. experiences (laughs) I overindulge on shopping (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> and can be really, really, really lazy and cozy and like yes. whatnot. But going back to the good taste thing, what I have found, and I can't, I used to attribute it to my sort of like whatever learning disability that I have that is like, oh, I need my aesthetics totally a certain way. But yeah. I have been told more and more over the years, like, has nothing to do with your learning disability. It has everything to do with you being born April 30th. Like you have to have it a very specific way and that my aesthetics have to be pleasing and if they're not, then I sort of feel very uncomfortable. Look at you with your candle burning. (laughs) Smells are very important. Aesthetics are very important. Like I... Went to boarding school, and anyone listening to this who happened to go to Kent school or was at school with me then, I apologize to any of you. I apologize to my professors. I apologize, if my parents were alive, I'd apologize to them. I was a menace, I was a nightmare. But one of the things that I found later in life that really was it set me off was that my dorm the boarding school i went to is the perfect boys school down the other campus there were two campuses and the boys campus was like right out of dead poet society the ivy and the bricks and the trees and the grass and it just felt so beautiful and the girls campus was begrudgingly built i think like in the the women's movement in the early 70s by the board begrudgingly and it was built Four miles up this hill, it's now a combined campus, so they don't have to worry about it. But at the time I was there, it was built four miles up the hill in Kent, Connecticut, and it was used true story is the backdrop scenes for All My Children jail scenes when like Susan Lucci was in prison. They were a series of round cinder block, like sort of semi-circle cinder block buildings with just like, looked like a prison. It was just cinder block and I mean, the worst raw materials you've ever seen. Tar and cinder block and just really crappy walls and low, low fluorescent lighting in the ceiling, drop ceilings with fluorescent lighting and it was just the most depressing and it had like one tree from my memory it was just like fields of grass and like one tree I was aesthetically displeased and I was very uncomfortable and unhappy those entire two, like year and a half that I survived there before being collectively asked to leave by everybody involved.
1: So <laughs> So you left you left school and you were like, take me to the diptyque store immediately.
0: <laughs> I like I love color and fabrics and texture yeah. and I like, beautiful you know, things. personal I like beautiful things. Yeah. And that's why I like you because you're a beautiful (laughs) person inside and out. And Kim and I have, we share a lot of similarities, which is clearly because we were born, uh, I'm quite a bit older than you, but we do have the same, almost the same birthday. And we also love podcasts. We love media and we love communities. And that's something like before we get into the pop culture moments of the week. So because I love communities and, and we share that love of communities and that's what Geneva is about. And so, Kim, I was hoping before we get into the pop culture moments of the the week, you could give us a little window into what Geneva is, because I'm obsessed.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, thank you for that intro. Um, I'm Kim so I lead community at Geneva we are basically a simplest terms a group messaging app for every kind of community club social group so think your book club with your friends your the bachelor group chat with your friends your k-pop fan club all the way to your brand ambassador I'm going to join one now that (laughs)
0: now that I'm part of the BTS army yes we Which have is insane, uh, some but... very,
1: very engaged BTS army communities on Geneva. And so you can doubt like I think of Geneva as
0: like the extension of what GroupMe, a company that I was very yeah. much part of at the, from the very beginning, which we launched. And then it was bought by well ultimately Microsoft, but Skype. Mm-hmm. So It seems like the evolution of GroupMe with a sort of angle of like Slack and Discord, but for Gen Z, particularly Gen Z people are attracted to it.
1: Yeah, I would think of it as like your your group messaging app. But with all of the kind of like bells and whistles that like a bigger community or a bigger group needs. So think about like if you're if you need to host events, but events can be everything from like, you know, I'm hosting a Q&A because I'm a creator to me and my friends are going to watch The Bachelor together and like live watch it on video together. Or you like have your live group chats and all of that kind of stuff in one place.
0: Yeah, because you can do, it's like texting, but then you can also do audio. You share photos and you have different subgroups in it. And there's lots of pop culture stuff, right? Like the viewing communities I find really interesting where people Mm -hmm. sort of all share their sort of live moments of watching The Bachelor. And The Bachelor is another one. Like I listen to Howard Stern now. Now that I live in LA and I have a car, I listen to Howard like every day. And I don't know how I lived all these years without him. He was in my life when I was a teenager. And then I sort of drifted, and so he's back in my life, and Howard Stern is an obsessive Bachelor fan. Like, I hear about all this stuff about The Bachelor from listening to Howard Stern, and then I see on, like, Geneva, the different communities around that stuff, and I I just, I find it so amazing, and I love that you have 22-year-old women talking yeah. about it and howard stern who's i think in his 60s obsessively talking about it and it it, you know it it, it knows no bounds so community is key know.
1: Hey i mean it's it's for me it's really really cool to see like we have everything from the bachelor group chats to like wellness communities where girls are like sharing like hey i made this does anyone want to re- want the recipe like that kind of thing but like global what right? about there, coachella like, group chats You know, I haven't seen a Coachella home, but I wouldn't be shocked. I know a lot of our homeowners are very much Coachella demo. We're very like Gen Z women leaning app. So, you know, I know we got a lot of Coachella conversation going. Well,
0: I do want to talk. I, I thought this would be a good segue into Coachella because that was what dominated the news, the socials, the zeitgeist for the last well, since I think it started Friday and we had three nights, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, we're going to do it all over again this weekend. And Kim, have you ever been to either Coachella or any large festival to that extent?
1: No, I am not. Music festivals do not sit well with my spirit. So
0: is that a to- OK, so that's so interesting because I is this a Torian thing, because I said I during it. lockdown, I was like, I'm there is not going to be one music experience I'm going to say no to, because the thing I missed the most was live music experience, community of people just feeling that excitement, that energy. And for the most part, I have stayed true to this. I went to BTS. I've seen Billie Eilish. I've gone to I saw a real really cool gig that was acoustic snow patrol in a church in Hollywood like oh. it's i'm seeing as much live music as i can and i think there's nothing more important than live music but and i said yes to Coachella i was going i i mean again i need a vip experience i'm not going to go i just yeah. i need to have that but as the date approached me i started to have like massive anxiety and then i was like no no i can't fucking go i don't want to go like what happens if i get stuck there what happens if i have to pee and like i want to go and my friends don't or my feet start to hurt or my phone runs out like all of these things like i'm starting to give myself anxiety over and i wonder if that's like a trait for when we were born
1: I think it might be I think that I mean, I think that a concert and a music festival are, are very different, you know, totally it's like a concert, it's like you're going, you have the experience and then you leave, you go home, and you go to bed. but music festivals, you're there all day. I don't need that kind of immersion. I, I don't I, I just don't want need to that. be the person I like. And also like the porta potty thing. I just, I can't really get, I can't get with it. I think I know. that's very Taurus of us, but yeah. That is
0: very Taurus. I mean, adult diapers do come in handy, I guess, in those situations. <laughs> I wonder if any of the girls in their teeny tiny outfits had like a Depends on. <laughs> N- next podcast will be sponsored by Depends. But wait, so, but when did music, I guess, I guess, listen, Coachella has been there forever. It's like back in the, in the OG days of Paris Hilton and Nicole Richie and Kim K back in those days they obviously it was always about fashion but it seems to have taken another leap forward and what i thought was so funny is that i was being i don't know if you live on tiktok the way i do but i was being fed in my in my for you page just like outfit of the day after outfit of the day influencer 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 who i was like who the fuck cares but people cared. They had thousands and millions of views and comments, but they were like, okay guys, this is the outfit. And it was like one like piece of string around their body. But then they're like, I want to thank my stylist and my hair people and my makeup people. And they're getting their hair and makeup done. I'm like, girls, you're going to sweat your Asses off and you're going to rock and roll. Like what, when did rock and roll become about style? Imagine if Woodstock had stylists and hairdressers <laughs> and makeup. Imagine if like, you know, Janice Joplin was like, sorry guys, I just need like 20 more minutes to get my makeup done. Like it just, <laughs> when did this happen? And then, I don't know if you saw, but the big thing out of it, which I think is so funny and classic, is that sort of the two queen influencers, right? Which is Haley Bieber, who is married to Justin Bieber and Kylie Jenner, right? It was Kylie Jenner, right? Yeah. yeah. And they both show up in baggy jeans and baggy pants and like little halter tops and oversized black leather jackets. And of course they probably had hair and makeup done, but they were so understated. There was no complexities to outfits. There was no anything like that. And they just they just put everyone to shame because they're like this and they're wearing big sneakers like they just looked normal girls.
1: I mean, you have, if you're the influencer who's wearing like the rhinestone bustier, the headpiece and the crochet skirt with like platforms, you have to be embarrassed after seeing them come to the event with in a t-shirt
0: and some of them and i also found it so interesting so they're all detailing their outfits and it was range like some a lot of stuff comes from amazon like they say amazon and gucci in the same breath which is like it just sends shivers down my spine like this is from amazon this is from shine this is from uh revolve this is from gucci and you're like what
1: the fuck is happening are we gonna get to the revolve piece too
0: (laughs) So, yeah. So the Revolve Festival. So for those of you who aren't familiar, Revolve is a it's not it's does it make
1: its own clothes? It's like a storefront, right? It's like I think it's yeah, it's more like a storefront for kind of like trend pieces.
0: Yeah, I think that Revolve sells the clothes. It's sort of like a higher end. Like, I guess they go and maybe Shine makes the or Shane Sheen Sheen makes the clothes. I'm not sure, but it's like a
1: less high-end like fetch. okay
0: right? right it's a less high-end fetch, where it's got different brands and they pull it and they if you go to yeah. their site now it's sort of like festival wear and let's go and look at it and it's a you know it's instant festival wear um which we have moved away from flower I noticed the flower crowns have moved on because that was like they s- gone
1: away but you know who I think has been so consistent I saw a picture of her I don't pay attention to Coachella that much but like I saw a picture of Vanessa Hudgens. She's O.G. Yeah. O.G. Coachella, She's, right? And she was dressed at least in one picture that I saw of her at Coachella exactly the way she was dressed like eight ten years, years ago. Yeah, 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 and yeah. I am obsessed with that. Like, yes, we love a consistent queen. I I love that for her. That is her brand. That's her being. Well, she knows who she is. And I think
0: there's something really wonderful about that. When you see somebody who just out of left field, all of a sudden is like, I'm festival girl now. It feels very inauthentic. And and I feel that the irony is that so much of TikTok now is like it was catered to influencers, hence Revolve. And Revolve had this festival within the festival, they call it. And so they had their own festival with their own wristbands and their own like. Place in India or something like that, and I guess there were two. My understanding is that high audience influencers were invited, and yes. then others could like ask or you had to pay. I don't quite know the different breakdown, but for the most part, it was it was you know based on follower count. And if you were invited, and then they had thousands and thousands of people show up there, and they had activations, brands, experiences like Post Malone performed. And so all is well. And that's where like lots of photographical moments like places that I think of like museum of ice cream type things, right? They would get these, these great visuals for their socials and whatnot. But then the wheels started coming off the bus over the weekend when you started to see like crying influencers and like Revolve sucks. And this is the truth about Coachella guys. It's all bullshit. And it turned out that. Revolve had clearly a they were they were being compared to a fire festival and had capacity issues and management issues and transportation issues where they didn't have enough buses or crowd control to deal with all the people they needed to then bus over to the actual festival of Coachella. And a lot of people claimed they didn't get in because they got there too late and wouldn't be able to access Coachella because of Coachella being at capacity. So I
1: don't, I, what are your thoughts? I mean, I guess this might be, this might be a controversial thought on this, but I just feel like the Firefest comparison is a little strong. Like, Every, I feel like everyone has like events, whether it's personal, whether it's professional, where you're like, oof, we had some technical difficulties on that. Right. But it's not like they had them all
0: come out to a to a place that didn't exist. And then they lost all their money and they were stuck there with pieces of bread and a piece of cheese.
1: I know. I think it's a little extreme, but I think that like Coachella is just ripe for that kind of extremeness. You know, it's like if you're like bringing influencers and people whose entire being is about talking about the stuff that they go to on social media You've got to come correct. Otherwise, if there's a hair out of place, people are going to talk about it.
0: Yeah, they're sensitive souls, those influencers. But but I will say I do appreciate the influencers that are like, hey, guys, I'm going to break it down. I'm not. festival person it turns out this isn't for me like it turns out harry styles was on too late it turns out my feet hurt it turns out it took me three hours to get anywhere turns out i wanted to escape and i couldn't and it's just it's okay it's not for me maybe they sound a little like crying and sad but i was like yeah girl i totally feel you i feel i mean
1: i had my definitely not coachella but like i went to the roots picnic which is in philly like similar kind of like music festival situation and the show was great. I just didn't experience it because I had an unfortunate edible experience. And so after that, I was like, you know, not for me. I don't like the big crowds. I don't like the heat, the like, no, oh, let's all go over here where the food stand. I yeah. don't need to be anywhere where there's like a food stand. It's just not no, it's true. I want me. things brought to me. And frankly, the edibles are an entirely
0: different conversation, but they can, (laughs) you know, I mean, you just, it's sort of like Alice in Wonderland. It's like, which pill am I, the blue pill or the, like, what is this gonna make me do? Is this gonna make me big or this is gonna make me small? Um, but let's go back to the real part of Coachella. We have fashion, we had influencers, we have, you know, the craziness that was happening, but the artists and ultimately it's a music festival. And I feel like I had the perfect, I called it Coachella because I just spent my weekend on the couch looking at TikToks, watching the music front and center right there on my, you know, big phone screen, which would be much closer than I would have been anywhere, uh, if I had gone to Coachella and you know, I am 47 about to be 48. I know this is, you know, a little, A little immature of me but I am truly captivated and obsessed by Harry Styles and I've talked about it before I have a personal connection with somebody that he used to be in a band with that I had an amazing experience with on my 40th birthday and do not begrudge that or regret that or have anything bad to say but oh my god like Harry Styles was not like that eight years ago but he has become iconic and rock star and superstar and he knows how to really just drum up a sexual energy like I've never seen but he also just seemed to be really happy I don't know what your thoughts
1: were yeah I feel like he's, he does the like rock star but still very pop thing really well. And I feel like there's only a few artists in that, like at that level who have done that really well where he like is hot and just like, I feel like people of all identities, ages are like obsessed with him. Everyone, I
0: mean, all my gay friends are obsessed with him. All my friends who are in their 60s are obsessed with him. All my friends in in their 20s are obsessed with him. I don't know. And his love, he's in a relationship with Olivia Wilde who is older than him and right. and there's that appeal. Um, but then you compare it to like a Justin Bieber who is obviously incredibly talented But Justin has grown up in this as well. They're both child stars. But Justin has this sort of bitterness that you can feel when he's on stage. And then he doesn't like he's not even giving anymore. He just does that like stomping that he has now incorporated into his moves where he's just stomping across the stage. And this like everyone's like, okay. And then you have Harry who comes out in these flamboyant outfits and he's just totally in charge of his own sexuality, whatever that may be, and is not afraid to lean into the feminine side wearing, you know, outrageous clothes and nail polish and scarves. And but he just he has a twinkle in his eye that is mesmerizing.
1: And I think that between like I like Justin Bieber's music. I don't know if anyone's going to be like, no, no, I like Justin Bieber. I like like his music, too. I, I like him. It feels like Harry blossomed into from child star to like the star he is now and Justin like pulled back into it in a way like he just kind of like hardened into who he is now versus child star wow and you can just tell you know yeah you can tell and you can
0: tell they've had very different experiences and it's probably due to how they were raised it's probably due to their fundamental backgrounds of of certain things but i don't know i i was absolutely captivated i i there's not a tiktok that i will not watch with him in it every song then he did the ultimate which i i thought was like bridging the the age groups and that is I mean, I can imagine there's a plenty of your generation who's never heard of Shania Twain or wouldn't know what Shania Twain
1: was. Like not my generation. Maybe the generation after me.
0: Yeah, so... Uh, Everyone knows Shania. I don't know. There are a lot of people that are like, who the fuck is Shania? Or at least maybe in their <laughs> 20s, maybe the teens. But Shania is, for me, she's my generation. She's an, yeah. like Gen X iconic yeah. character. And um, we know everything about Shania. And out of like and he's covered that song before but then he brought her he out brought her on and they were wearing matching outfits I know. and did you see when he like winked at her when she was wearing the short skirts and he like looked down and did that little like grin I'm like dead inside I
1: honestly saw it all on PCM. <laughs> I was reading PCM and I was like I lived oh, to serve I lived to um, I love that. It's like so on brand for him. She's a queen. I don't feel like, I don't know if the Coachella audience really understood the magnitude of a shania moment i think some did i have
0: i have seen some like people just like they they were like freaking out about it and they dropped their phones and they just were like you could see their tiktoks of like they're like oh my god it's shania and then their phone dropped and it's like 30 (laughs) seconds of just like a phone being on the ground but you can hear them in the background but i it was iconic and i thought it was just you know and and also the one beauty one of the beautiful things i've seen from coachella is that it is cross generational like as much as we're being flooded with these influencers on TikTok I knew a lot of moms who took their kids and dads who took their kids and you know you had multiple generations there together and and the music reflects that in some way which I loved and there were so many artists and we're going to do it all again obviously I don't I was confused about the third night with Kanye being like, obviously Kanye, I guess, claims he quit. My understanding, my understanding is they, they They, canceled him. They're like, we're out. We're we're not going to deal with this. And then they replaced it with a very, two weeks in two weeks with Swedish house, house mafia and the weekend. And obviously there are two stages. There's a gazillion artists on each one, but I was like, who's what's the people from the Kanye turnout to the Swedish house mafia right. to weekend, but a lot of people apparently, but I did put this in PCM and it feels very authentic to this podcast because in every single pod, a member of the Curtis family has been mentioned or has actually been a guest. Jake Curtis was a guest a couple of pods ago. And I
1: saw that video. So here it's we incredible. are again,
0: here we are again, mentioning another Curtis and another, I mean, all of these, Curtis is Richard Curtis and Emma Freud whatever you did to make four incredibly talented powerful unique children is incredible but their youngest spike is an 18 year old high school student and a huge fan of Dave the rapper who is again we talked about this on the pod a couple weeks ago with Jake Dave is huge in some parts of, of, well, certainly I'm sure everybody who's a rap fan knows Dave, but he's not as mainstream in the US as he is in Europe and, and England. And that was all, apparently Spike's dreams was to see Dave live and he goes to Coachella. And yes, he comes from an amazing family, but he had no VIP, there was nothing, he was just in the audience. Dave had no idea who he was and he, I guess Dave is well known for pulling people up on stage And Spike had his moment. He was, of all the people there, picked to go up on stage. And I think to the surprise of not just everyone in the audience, but Dave himself, Spike, he's holding a mic like he's been, you know, touring for years. And he He
1: literally looked like an artist, like fully looked like he had been doing this for decades.
0: Which I understand why people on social feel like he's a plant. Like it seemed like it was a plant. He's literally, he was late for school. Then like he had to get home to go to school. He was so not a plant. It feels like watching Peter Parker becoming Spider-Man. That's how I can only (laughs) describe it is he's pulled up on stage and um, he's rapping along with Dave just seamlessly goes in, knows every lyric. And then Dave introduces him and then he just starts screaming, holding the mic perfectly like, I wouldn't even know how to hold a mic on stage, but I would also be petrified, and I wouldn't be able to breathe. And he's like, Coachella, and gets the audience crazy. It was very much a Lady Gaga, you know, a star is born moment, as far as I'm concerned.
1: That video was incredible. I mean, I was reading PCM and I was like, oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, Jake Curtis, he was just on the show. And then I watched the video and I was astounded. And also, I think Dave is the guy. For, I, I hadn't I don't know his music, but I, I think he's on that show Top Boy, which is on Netflix. Oh, really? See, I called? don't even yeah. know that. And I think that that show is is what has made him more popular in the U.S. Because I think Drake might be like a producer on the show or something like that.
0: Got it. Well, Spike but, is English. Yeah. He is English, but he lives in America right, right now. So right. he was a perfect, I mean, of all the people for them to pick. And I wonder if they like sort of were able to see in the audience who's mouthing the words to understand like who's going to be able to like have that energy. Because it's just, it, I, I don't understand how they, they just picked this I, perfect
1: I always wonder about that. Like when people get picked out of the audience, is it like, cause then I wonder how do they get up on stage so quick? Like I know they got them like up there, them up, you know, do they have a little entrance?
0: Yeah. yeah, I know. There's so many things. There's so many things to, to think about. Okay. Well, we could sit here and talk about Coachella all day long, but the other big topic that is seemingly, you know, we're into our third or fourth week of this, which is, Elon and Twitter, and I don't even care anymore. I mean, you if you're listening to this, you freaking know that Twitter kicked him off the board before he was apparently on the board. I have no idea. Last week, and then we figured that was a declaration of war, which it was, and now Elon's made a hostile takeover bid. And I wouldn't be surprised if if some big, large, you know, private equity company or something comes in and helps him with that. And in, the, in the bid, the stock price had to have the, the, the purchase price had 420 in it. I think it was 5420, a uh, share. And we have all of that. And, I don't know. then like yesterday or last night, we've seen Jack, who's one of the, with the former CEO of Twitter and the co-founder of Twitter. And he's fighting now with every fucking person, including he was fighting with Elon. And then he then, Posted it, he tweeted something. I guess Mark Benioff, the CEO of Salesforce, who's also the owner of Time Magazine, tweeted a story that he's on the cover of some magazine called CEO Magazine. And, you know, Mark is, I've known Mark for 20 something years. He's an advocate for the environment. He's, he's very outspoken in his beliefs. And, and I happen to stand on the side of his beliefs, but Benioff, tweeted that and then Jack who has been poking the bear with Elon and all these other people, Jack then responded, Oh, did you buy that magazine too? And then Benioff responded some like in some way about Elon and I'm just like when did we get into this world of like the the 10 wealthiest men in the world uh certainly in the U.S. are just bickering and, f- and pointing fingers and fighting with each other on Twitter and it's like how do we get out of here is this like maybe Elon should buy Twitter and, and close it and I might be okay with it at this point because I can't take it anymore
1: oh the it's the celebrification about, like, yes of everything Thing. Political leaders, of uh, business leaders, like the fact that there's a CEO magazine. I have questions about that, <laughs> but it is funny that because I think Jack and Elon used to be friendly, you no. Know? I don't,
0: I can't keep up with it. I I do believe all of them have to be taking like human growth hormone and testosterone replacement therapy. And this leads into like the next part of the pop culture moment right now, which is this Johnny Depp, Amber Heard trial that is also taking over TikTok. And we can get to that in a second. And there is a tie in because Elon is has been named a witness in this trial that because he was apparently having an affair with Amber Heard while She was married to Johnny, and then obviously when the marriage ended, he became the boyfriend for a period of time. But Amber has crazy anger issues clearly we hear it in the audio. There's an audio of, there's lots of audio that's being played currently on um, TikTok that showcase her not in the greatest light, but her anger is, is present. And I wrote about, it reminds me very much of Adderall rage or any sort of speed, a prescription drug that a lot of people I know, certainly back in the early aughts um, or 10 years ago were taking. I had my own experience with Adderall and it just, yes, it makes you not eat and you get really skinny, and you get really productive and really creative, but the anger that it can cause, the rage is real. And they say yeah. that it's very similar to like any of that testosterone stuff. And so I wonder if this is all of this anger and, re- and sarcasm and reactionary stuff that we're seeing with the billionaire boys on Twitter, we're seeing with Amber Heard and yeah. others, like it's all related to this sort of manipulation of our, of our genetic you know whatever the chemistry of our bodies because of drugs yeah but
1: i also think that like we live in such a like hyper reactive world now and i think that there's elon and jack i'm sure have better things to do do they though i don't know I mean I'm not sure actually, but I would I
0: would I would hope. They're fighting over crypto. I mean, basically they're fighting because Jack is upset that Elon isn't all in and that yeah. Andreessen and all of that aren't all in on just Bitcoin and they're diversifying multiple cryptos and and focuses and that apparently is an, an insult and an affront to Jack for whatever reason. I'm not smart enough to understand.
1: I think all of it is like extremely strategic for All of these people, I think of it very similar to Kanye. Like, I I think that the way that Kanye is online is insane. I also think that there is some level of strategy to it, even if I don't agree with the strategy. And I think I think that they're the same. I think that they're all attention is, you know, the most powerful thing that you can have. They know that.
0: They have everything. I mean, if I had all that money, I would literally be like, "Bye bye Twitter. Like, you hello. not here from me. You would not hear from me. You would not. Maybe, maybe I would have my close friends group on Instagram and be like, look at this coconut that I've just procured <laughs> from my palm tree on my estate in Jamaica. Like, I don't, I just would, <laughs> I don't understand. You would not be, I would not be sitting there tweeting at one o'clock in the morning. this don't what, hear
1: from me now and I'm done. Definitely not a billionaire. So, you're, you're well on your way, Kim. You're well on your so, way. I
0: promise you that. Kat, did you watch any of this Johnny Depp, Amber. I mean, this has been going on for quite a while because they a had a trial time. in England and we've seen clips. And I will say, I've talked about this last time. I love Johnny um, and we talked about it, but now there is a growing, it's even getting, The it's really bigger than even last pod. We talked about it, but I will say my one complaint about it is that I really want to get Johnny a new stylist because he keeps dressing like a villain from a Tim Burton film. <laughs> <laughs> which I guess makes sense. That's his like genre, That's his brand. but it's like, you know, I never think a man looks like a good guy when they're wearing a black shirt with like, you know, a tie and all of that. It's like, he looked so much more innocent if he was wearing a white shirt. I know this is crazy, but like, or like a, a sweater, but not like all of the accoutrements that go with his fashion
1: i think okay playing devil's advocate on that i don't know if you've ever seen do you watch real housewives of beverly hills have you ever watched kim
0: what what (laughs) podcast do you think you're on
1: i know my bad are you out of your mind (laughs) (laughs) what is her name the woman who's like on on track erica erica jane Whole her whole argument last season about the fact that she just like kept doing her Erica Jane thing, even though her,
0: even though she'd stolen money
1: from the victims is, yeah. from, of the plane crash. Okay, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Was that if I change it up, I'm gonna look like guilty. I'm trying and guilty. I will say I did not support her last season with that argument, but I actually think for Johnny, if he were to change up his whole vibe yeah. for this, yeah, it, it would look insincere to a certain degree. You
0: know? I guess that I'm saying I agree. I don't want him to change the whole thing. I just find that he looks like honestly like just the 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 mafia sort of like throwback from like Goodfellas meets Tim Burton like meets the penguin from from Tim Burton's Batman, which by the way, I just watched The Batman last night. Um did you watch it? The three hour movie with No,
1: I've never I've never watched
0: yeah, it. Yeah, it's not my um I like the old Batman's, I'm going to say three hours of a movie that is in total darkness and you see no color, no light, no sunshine, just anger and violence in the, that was filmed in a moment of like, as we're coming out of a world of, of being locked in and being divided. It was not a movie for me, but also the biggest thing for me was that everybody at least it was an incredible cast and Colin Farrell plays the penguin in this movie, but oh, you have right. no idea because he's... He's the only one that is like he's done up like a Tim Burton character in that he's so unrecognizable. You've no idea it's him. But then everybody should be like that or no no one should be like that. It was so off putting. And maybe that's the way I feel like I'm watching this trial and everyone's sort of like boring dressed. And then you have him in this like really, really crazy get up that it feels like a costume.
1: I mean honestly, now that we're talking about that in relation to Johnny Depp, it takes me back to Vanessa Hudgens. Johnny Depp and Vanessa Hudgens consistent consistent. Queens. It's consistent. <laughs> okay, I guess I just don't like black, navy
0: blue, dark gray or gray I, uh, like button-down <laughs> shirts for men when they're wearing yeah, a tie I agree. and a, I, I don't agree. like it. I don't like that yeah. look. I yeah, don't, you need to keep it classic. Just like, I don't like a black shirt with a white tie. I don't like that look. Mm-hmm. I don't like black on black tuxedos. I don't like white on white tuxedos. I don't like, mm-hmm. I just don't like mm-hmm. that look. Anyway, and that's sort of the look he's giving me.
1: Definitely his
0: vibe. But, but I still know. think that Johnny is like, I don't know. I know this is, <laughs> it's controversial, but at least from all of the evidence that I've seen in as I am a like LA law, from all of the evidence that has been produced, it certainly seems that Johnny He has quite a case uh, for in his favor.
1: It definitely does. I mean, the whole thing is just like sad.
0: It's so Um, sad. But it's interesting how TikTok is really, I mean, they are on squarely on the side. They're latching to this whole storyline and they're latching to this side of the guy, which is not in this moment in time. Generally, we've been in this sort of like people are canceled regardless of what you know yeah. all women are to be believed all women what they say we have to believe and now Which this is in sort fairness,
1: of fairness it was that was the way that people approached it very early very, on when absolutely. she came out with all of the allegations it was very very much like you know supportive
0: we believe her, you it doesn't we don't need it we, do, we will not question it we believe you you yeah. are a woman yeah so it's oh it opens up that's a whole nother type of podcast and a whole nother type of no. newsletter there is one more thing I want to get to before we do Mary make out, murder. And that is the thing that is all over socials right now. And I'll certainly be in my newsletter next week, but is this TikTok and it's hilarious. And it's why I love TikTok so much. There is a a girl creator was filming herself, I guess had her camera up on like a desk and she's in a bedroom and she's like getting ready to do it. And she falls and hits her like hip on the bed or something. And she makes a sound like, and that's it. And she posts it. That's the TikTok. And millions, it seems, of people, every creator has stitched it. And that's one of the amazing tools that TikTok provides that gives its virality to it. And that means that me as a creator, I could then make a, a either duet it or stitch it. I think it's duetting. I don't know if they're, uh, whatever it is, yeah, I think they're, it's duetting. They're, they're duetting. So duetting means it's side by side and they sort of do it together. Stitching is like, it can turn into something else. But I think people are doing it in different ways. And there's this compilation TikTok of like the 50 different creators that have duetted her and added like different songs. All right, whenever you're ready, take your time, okay? Me and you, don't be nervous. your
1: Hey guys, get ready. Get ready, Katie. What's our starting note? Ah, keep on falling in. E- 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 Ooh,
0: listen, baby, ain't no mountain. I ain't no valley though. No matter what I do, I, you're a little late. Yeah, you're a little late
1: coming in. Is that sort it's of so like funny. the key
0: to the success <laughs> of TikTok?
1: It's so funny. Like, as soon as you started talking about the video and described her, "Ah," it just makes me laugh. Because you
0: knew it. Even when I asked you before we started recording, you were like, I gave you the two seconds. You're like, oh, no, I've seen this.
1: Yeah. Well, I feel like I mean, my team also like they keep me young because I'm not you and my team who are like 24 keep me Current on Can TikTok. you just say that
0: again, me and your twenty four year old team? So
1: <laughs>
0: keep you yes. young. And
1: you're yes. you're like fifteen years younger than me. So Okay. <laughs> you keep me current. <laughs> I like I feel like when I whenever I need to know what's happening on TikTok I go to you. Yeah, it's so funny. I mean I, I just think people are so creative. People are so creative
0: and the, on the upside of social, there's darkness, we've talked about it in the Twitter and so forth, but um, in TikTok, there's a lot of darkness as um, as we've seen, it's used as propaganda for the right wing in some cases, but um, I choose to look at the beauty and the positivity. And so with that beauty and positivity, my makeout, Out, Mary Murder series is alive and well. And I wanted to throw it to you, Kim, and see of the topics we've discussed or just sort of ripped from the headlines this week. And again, to a reminder, this is our take on Fuck, Mary Kill, but we've changed it up and it can be animal, vegetable, mineral. It can be all any of those things.
1: Okay, yeah. OK, OK. OK, should I do mine first? Yeah, you it? go. Go. I'm okay, excited okay, to hear. Yeah. OK, make out. I'm going to say Harry Styles. How can you not? He's, he's a cutie. You know? Make out Harry Styles or Justin Bieber. Honestly, I'm like in a bit of a Justin Bieber phase. Okay, okay. I'm here for it. Marry whoever the first person to do that song compilation duet with (laughs) that that girl (laughs) because you are funny and you probably are a good time. So whoever you are, I would marry you. And then murder would be. Coachella outfits
0: oh my god that's so, so funny that is so funny because I was actually that was something that was very much on my mind I'm I'm here for it okay I honestly I would make out Mary m- murder in a different kind of way Harry Styles I would literally everything is Harry Styles but I would and I so I'm in agreement there I'm not I'm not as much of a makeup fan of Justin Bieber just because I feel like <laughs> I, he was so little when I got when he first came into my purview and I make makes yeah. me feel like really uncomfortable but I would I would make out Harry Styles no question um I would make out with like any of the artists that have the balls to perform at Coachella like that I mean they're just incredible I my god in terms of marrying obviously not my strong suit in life but I <laughs> would <laughs> I I would marry I would marry TikTok right now like just in general it seems okay. like my big my my best relationship it just keeps it's very giving I and thoughtful and I put in the time puts in the time to me so I would definitely marry marry TikTok and then I would murder Johnny Depp's outfits. so the the certain outfits <laughs> I just murder them I would the black the black I, button down. I disagree with you I feel like sometimes change is good and I'm <laughs> I'm up I'm up for this for him
1: I think I agree I agree with that the black button down I would definitely murder that's
0: that's it. That's the only one I could get. I can do all the rings. I wasn't a big fan of the pony that he's recently start, but it, maybe it's better than the stringy hair. I don't know. I would. Hair i would a
1: question. But I would also her.
0: marry Johnny Depp and just like you know because I I believe I can help fix people and I just want to fix him and oh, no. and make sure oh, he's no. okay. um But uh, let's just stick with I'll marry TikTok. It's it's a uh, more <laughs> PC. Well, Kim Johnson, the most incredible. Thank you for taking time out of thank your crazy you. busy day. Um, um, and I'm
1: so honored to be on Pop Culture Mondays on Thursday. I know. A hashtag PCMOT. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and guys, thanks for listening to another episode. And please share this with all your friends and let them know they can hear it wherever they listen to their favorite podcasts. And we're out.
1: Pop Culture